0: What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It is Monday and you know what that means. Another conversation with the juice. We're talking product launches. We've got one coming up. So I wanted to talk with Jonathan about how he's thinking about it, what's on his mind. And I feel like there's some good perspective that can be shared with you, the listener. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast, reading our content, subscribing to our newsletter. If you're not subscribed already, you can in the show notes, or you can go to thejuicehq.com, drop us your email, you'll get that newsletter, curated, handpicked content, delivered to your inbox once a week. Really excited about that. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Monday. Hopefully everyone has Got off to a great start. It's not Monday for the, for us. Obviously, we record in advance. We are going to be talking about product, product launch, and all of the fun stuff that goes into that. We are a company that has a product that has not launched yet, but we are getting really close. So I figured, you know, we're in May. We're going to be launching a beta. We're going to be launching our. Company and product this quarter, so now's a good time to get in front of it. Jonathan, product launch—does it fire you up? Or are you excited about that topic?
1: It does fire me up. It's actually kind of interesting. Um, when I was uh, at a previous career stop that I know we've talked about at a uh, craft brewery, uh, you know, every week was kind of a product launch for us. It was every week we were either launching, announcing an event, launching an event, hosting an event, or tapping a new beer. And uh, it was, I mean, it was, that was essentially my job was launch announcements, launch events, and then obviously got back into technology and kind of moved away from that a little bit. But I, I still have this like muscle memory, a little bit of kind of that launch checklist and all the different channels and all the different content that needs to be created. So it is something that excites me and I'm excited to kind of work with the team together on.
0: So with the craft beer experience and we'll shout it out, shout out Braxton Brewery. That the, It being a weekly product launch of a new beer event or something, I'm sure it the launch process becomes pretty routine. I think in software, we when we think of product launch, from my history, it, it seems like it's this, just big event, a bunch of different stakeholders, a lot of different sheets, a lot of different conversations, cross-functional work, bringing people together, making sure it's everyone's aligned. Do you view what we're about to do at the juice more in line of the traditional kind of product launch from a software company perspective? Or do you think it's more closely tied to kind of your days at the brewery launching since we're, you know, a team of five?
1: I'd love to bring the best of both worlds together, right? At Braxton, you know, very much a brand experience, very experiential, very consumer friendly. And that's that's what I view a good launch as. So what's interesting for the Juice is we actually have two launches coming up. We have our beta launch to everyone who's on our waitlist. If you're interested in getting early access, you can join our waitlist at thejuicehq.com backslash sign up with a hyphen and sign up. Shout out. But we've got a beta launch or early access that is very much driven by product, right? And so for me, that's a, and this is something we've talked about as a go-to-market team, that's more of like a product marketing initiative. And I actually, when I got back into tech after the craft beer experience, I, I was in product marketing. And so I was able to lean into that launch muscle that I had worked out so heavily at the brewery, but it, it's very product release centric. You know, here's what's new, here's what's, you're not, what's now capable in the product. And so we've got that beta launch, but then we also have the company launch. We're a little bit unique in the High Alpha Studio model where we have been going to market pre-public launch or announcement from the High Alpha team about our business. And so after our beta, after our early access, we'll partner with High Alpha to actually officially, formally, publicly launch the company. And that's very much a brand play that I think will look very similar and probably have some of the same tactics that we even had the craft brewery from a brand and content experience perspective. And you and I have talked a lot about this behind the scenes, about how we want to kind of maybe stretch the the boundaries of what the typical company announcement looks like. How how can we be different? How can we break the mold a little bit? You know, Part of the reason we are the juice is we want to be different and think differently than other software companies. So how do we expand that announcement into something that's new and unique? Uh, So product launch, certainly kind of a product marketing initiative. And then company launch, we're really viewing as a brand experience.
0: So I'd imagine most people listening who work at software companies who are in a marketing, sales, product, operations, whatever role possible is out there, that sounds pretty familiar, right? You have a new product, you are going to, you know, beta test it amongst users, and then gather their feedback, and then take that feedback and that can help refine and inform for the overall product launch. This, in our case, we're not only Mm -hmm. launching our product, but we're launching our, our company based on in the way we've been talking about it. You've said, you know, Elena, you know, I think from a beta perspective based on your role and what you're doing, it makes sense for you to own this, own the beta launch. Can, can you share kind of why you think someone in like the growth role that, uh, Elena is in should be the one kind of responsible for that. And then two, what, as the CEO, like, what are you trying to learn from that? Like, you know, three weeks to a month, whatever it is, beta experience, what, what are you looking for?
1: Great question on the growth and, um, Product release perspective, I think Elena, this is something that Elena has just very organically kind of evolved into. And it's been cool to see, but growth to this point for our business has all been pre launch. It's all been about driving growth on our waitlist, right? That all changes quite literally overnight once our product is live. We have to go from waitlist members to people actually creating profiles on our platform and engaging with our platform. And so how do you do that in our product? How do you get people to sign up for the, the uh, becoming a user? And then how do you get those users engaged in the product? And so you can very clearly see the convergence of growth marketing and product marketing. I actually had a conversation with a client success candidate this morning, um, and they were mentioning growth marketing and product marketing as really two separate functions. And you know, I, I'm still learning this as well, but I think really good growth marketing and really good product marketing, they're almost one and the same, or at least they work very, very closely together. So that's going to continue to be a natural evolution until uh, in the not too distant future, I could see that needing more support um, and maybe more specificity around growth versus product from a role perspective. To answer your second question on what I'm interested in seeing out of the the beta program, you know I, I think there's a lot of really tactical things. That I'm interested in seeing you know, how does the product work? How are people using the product? What are people searching for? What's our engagement rate? Yeah, we have so much to learn there. But for me, I really view that four weeks as testing and experimentation. I mean, that's what a beta is. But I think ultimately, like my role in my job in the business um, in this seat is to figure out what's working in that four weeks and what's not working. And I think at this stage, it is to do more of what's working and less of what's not working so that we can allocate our resources to what's working more efficiently in the future. Um, That's really what I'm interested in seeing. So learning a lot in that first four weeks and then running towards what's working and trying to figure out why things that aren't working aren't doing that.
0: Yeah. And so I think we will be excited once we launch the beta to learn, figure out what's working, what's not working. And I will I'll be focusing in on well, how can we take some of that those learnings and have that inform our overall company, overall product launch? And so like, although you know we're months away i'm that's something that i'm trying to gather and trying to think about now i think like one of the hardest parts about just working at a company that is about to launch something is that this is all we live and breathe when it comes to our professional lives like we're in the weeds working on the nitty gritty doing marketing doing product leading the company doing growth you name it like this is what we're in day to day i think What's, what becomes uh, difficult is that what we're doing feels and is so awesome that we might start to think that we're in this world where everyone already knows or thinks that what we're doing is awesome when in reality, no one gives a shit about what we're doing and no one really has has any awareness for what's possible. So I think Just as a marketer, that's something I am trying to be mindful ahead of it where, yes, I believe in what we're doing and it's great and I think it's going to be awesome. But what are the steps that we can take as a a company and a business to get people gradually up to speed with the problem we're solving, the story we're telling, and then, then our product. So, have you thought about that at all just in terms of like the the world we're living in where we feel like we're taking over the B2B marketing world when in in reality like a majority of the people who we'd want to be aware of the juice are not even close to understanding what we're working on and the problem we're solving.
1: Yeah, and a uh, part of the stage is we're still figuring that out ourselves, right? And I think that's what has been interesting and i think what we will draw on in a very large way when we go to launch the businesses the work that you've been doing from a building community perspective plugging into other communities meeting with other marketers people who fit our persona um and just sharing stories right you know here's here's how we're thinking about the marketplace here's how they're thinking about the marketplace What are the gaps? How do we solve for those? How can we help them with their challenges? So we have a lot to learn on or lean on, and we're testing a lot right now to learn as much as possible. That's another great benefit of the beta program is that during that beta program, we'll get to see very tangibly how people are using the product. And then when we go to more formally launch the business publicly and try to raise that awareness that we don't have right now as much as we live and breathe, The juice right now, we'll have to kind of reintroduce the brand, and that'll that beta program will serve as a great opportunity to understand. All right, now in reality, how are people using the product? And then we'll work together to take that uh, message to the marketplace.
0: Yeah, and I think I do want to say that in the this isolated world of the juice that we've been living and operating in, one of the things that we we have decided to do early was go to market and before our product is launched. And with that, I would imagine, I don't know, but I would imagine just based on some of the early traction we're getting in the content marketing, B2B marketing space, is that's, go- that's going to help us out. People who are not aware of the... Ju- More people will be aware of the juice and probably won't be just from the nature of us hitting the ground running and, and really hard. I guess like as you've experienced this from a like, let's do marketing before we have a product. I I personally couldn't imagine being in a position on the other side now where it's like, no one has any clue and we've never shared anything with the world. And all of a sudden we're just going to say, ta-da, like here's our product. Everyone go give a shit about it and go pay us money because it's going to solve all your problems. Like I would imagine like that old way of launching product in in my view, is is kind of dying and is going to fall flat over the years. I'd love to get like being in this world where you launch beer, had brand identity. Being in a software world where you maybe launch new things where people didn't know, and now being in kind of this startup space where we've been talking to the market regularly. People might not know exactly what we do, but we're beginning to build those relationships. Like. How much of an advantage do you think that gives us as we're about to launch this thing?
1: I agree with you. I can't imagine coming up on a company announcement and not having already kind of started a ripple in the marketplace a little bit. I So I think the, the inverse of that is that because we've been going to market um, and even early on, that was something I struggled with a little bit as a uh, maybe... Uh, having some bad like b two b marketing habits of we should hold back on everything until it's perfect, right? And then have one big moment in time where we unveil everything. Uh, and fortunately, I think we worked through that as a team, and uh, I received some pushback, which was awesome, and i we've really benefited from going to market early. and I, I think that's gonna allow us to move faster and kind of only amplifies the work that we've already been doing when we go to announce the business. The other, p- trend, um, and I don't know if calling it a trend is fair or not, but the other uh, trend that has made that possible is this movement to build in public. I've been really inspired in my own entrepreneurial journey uh, by others that are building in public and sharing the behind the scenes, the good, the bad, and the ugly um, in their journeys. And so that's something we've been wanting to do from very early on. That's why we're recording this podcast with each other, not just other content marketers is we want to build in public and help not only content marketers with our software, but other entrepreneurs with our, our journey and our story. And um, that's been really fun to lean into. And um, I, again, I can't imagine not doing that now that we've, we've been through the process.
0: And I can't tell you how many calls I've been on where I'm talking with other content marketers, or I'm talking with other B2B marketers in different roles and they talk about the relationships they've made and the products that they've purchased in to make their lives better and easier. And nine times out of 10, they talk about the people they're buying it from or the brand or the content over the actual product. A lot of people are viewing, especially if you look at Scott Brinker's B2B marketing landscape map of 8,000 plus and growing companies, these products that majority of companies are building are viewed as commodities. So the fact that people are building in public, the fact that people are being transparent, the fact that companies are sharing more than ever, I think helps build and develop some brand equity. And that is the expectation for a majority of people who are in a role who can sign the PO and purchase new software. So I think what's exciting about this build in public idea and what's exciting about us having this podcast and just sharing what we're working on week over week is that we're trying to be mindful of that. We want people to listen and people to understand who we are as people and then see, okay, they've got a cool product and this might help me out. So I'd be, I'm interested in learning more. So I think what we're doing by kind of sharing everything we're working on is we're trying to build our brand we're trying to be transparent we're trying to be authentic and i know if i've been on the other side of this when brands are doing this i'm way more interested in what they're selling um when that happens right i'm learning thought leadership thought leadership thought leadership and then they hit you with okay here's a post about our product and the cool things those customers doing it it becomes a lot easier to absorb that product information when the business on the other side has you know provided and given you value along the way. That's that's how I'm seeing it. I'm excited to be a part of a company that's doing it that way. Yeah, and just as
1: importantly, like we're learning what's not working. You know, we're sharing a lot, a lot of wins, a lot of things that we think and we think are cool and are good, but we're also throwing some stuff into the market, hoping that maybe hoping is the wrong word, but knowing that some of it's going to not resonate. And that is just as important at this stage to help drive focus and progress forward on what is working. So I think that's the other part of building public. You know, you can't just do it when it's easy and fun. You have to be willing to do it when it's not easy and really challenging. And maybe you don't want to share it, but I think to get the true benefit from it, you have to be willing and open to do that.
0: So I put a blog post out today about building a winning content facilitation program just because we've been talking about it a lot. We talked about it on the last podcast. I talked with Margaret Kelsey at OpenView. In the second paragraph, I'm just going to read it because it touches on exactly what you just said. I said, I think being at an early stage pre-launch company is one of the best career experiences that I've ever gone through. It requires the ability to do more with less, being okay with failing a lot, and identifying ways to learn from it to produce great results for your audience the next time. And that's something that I'm glad you brought up. And I wrote about it here. And any opportunity I I can talk about, it, if someone wants to talk to it, like what we're working on and what we're doing is not all roses. A lot of people in this space make it seem like it's roses. And though when I see that, like online, I'm like questioning like. Are these people like doing the work, or what? Or what? Like every take is all about roses. It's not like we're. It's a grind. I know other companies are grinding, and it's not just us. But like, you have to have some thick skin. Like the m- majority of what we, do, what what we do and messages we share, like fall flat. And I think having the ability. And going through those reps and sets before we launch the product, I know has been helpful for me as the marketer. And I'm sure just you as kind of the CEO and of the business, like that's been helpful. And it's just kind of like a mind shift. You got to, it's a, a majority of what, what we're doing and what's happening, like is probably not going to work. But I think the secret sauce is like taking those learnings, remixing them and figuring out a way to do, do it better the next time.
1: Yeah. You have to be able to see the forest through the trees. I, some of my, as you mentioned earlier, we are in the weeds living and breathing the juice every single day. Like that's all we, we think about. Right. So now with some of the best like moments I have, some of the moments that really bring me a lot of energy are talking to people who are only in the business, you know, let's call it to every other week or every, monthly. And like, I'll, I'll share with them, you know, like, well, this is this is a challenge right now. We're trying to think through this. What do you think? And they're like, well, what's going on? I, you know, I'll share a nugget here or there. And they light up. They think it's like, you have to remember, you have to remove yourself from that day to day and like, look at everything in a grander scale. And they're always impressed by the progress or they feel like there's been a lot of progress. And when you're, it's kind of like losing weight, right? Where if you are with somebody every day and they've lost some weight, you don't really notice, but if you only see them once a month or twice a year, whatever it is, and they've lost weight, it's really, really noticeable, right? Maybe not the best analogy, but uh, it is, I get a lot of energy when we are able to rarely step out of the weeds and share the progress we've made on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis, quarterly basis. Uh, that Those are really cool moments. I think it's important to important to find ways to provide yourself those moments by talking to others.
0: 100%. And I just want to say thank you to anyone who's taken the time to download a podcast episode, listen to what we're doing, to go to our blog, to read our articles, to follow us on Twitter, to read our newsletter. Like What we're doing is we're just sharing our point of view. We're trying to curate content that we think is helpful. And so, that to us just seeing those early numbers and the early rise rise of what we're doing from a marketing perspective it's satisfying to me and i know like there's so much stuff out there and so many people sharing and it can get cluttered and part of what we're doing as a business is going to solve that problem but i just think like send some gratitude to anyone out there listening like feedback the follows and everything that goes on in between means a lot because it gives us validation for that what we're saying and what we're working on is interesting enough for people to keep coming back for more. And so that, that's what motivates me on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, I would just echo everything you said. You know, thank you, not only for the good feedback, but for saying something that you think is wrong or you disagree with that's, I'd say, you know, maybe even carry some magnified weight at this stage. So always open to that feedback as well. Big fan of constructive feedback. And but really everyone who's been along for the ride at this point. Thank you. Uh, More to come. And uh, we're really excited to launch product and the company with you. And we hope this peak behind the scenes ahead of time has been enjoyable for you as it has been for us.
0: Absolutely stay tuned to our channels for more information on how you can be the first person to jump in and use the juice and give us some feedback. Jonathan, as always, thank you. Talk to you soon. That's good, Brett. Thank you. I got to tell you, this beta launch and this company launch is really snuck up on me. It's coming quick. We've been doing a lot of groundwork, talking to a lot of marketers creating a lot of content to hopefully set the stage for what's going to be happening with the juice. We're fired up. If you like what we've been doing, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, take care of yourself, take care of others around you, and we'll be back on Friday with another conversation with a content marketer that matters.